Broadcasting live from the Zimmer Communications World Headquarters. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Get ready, pal. Good morning. This is Stephanie Bell. You are listening to Wake Up Mid-Missouri. We are back celebrating the new year and we are celebrating a big announcement. We teased it on Facebook. Y'all got close. I mean, you had some good guesses. A couple people actually nailed it. Um, A couple folks actually guessed that, you know, John Marsh was going to be back. Which, I mean, they're not wrong. (laughs) True. Which we are very excited about. uh, But that is not the big announcement that we have this morning Not even close. (laughs) And a couple people were a little snarky. There were some humbling comments on there. Go feel free to read. Uh, uh, yes. It's quite, it's quite the, uh, the, uh, comment section. I there. may or may not have had to use the Stephanie Tanner from Full House. How rude. <laughs> GIF once or twice. Well, we are excited that you are joining. I think our, uh, live on Facebook is about double where it normally is. So yeah, people are excited uh, to tune in. Everyone is watching. I feel like I could just, I have like, I, I have the stage and I can just say, <laughs> how long can we drag it out before whatever. folks get mad? <laughs> well, I feel like also we told people 710, but uh, let's go ahead and do this here, Hannah. You got it? All right, I got it. We got to do the breaking news sounder because this is that big. Okay, here we go. Breaking news. Breaking news. The new host of Wake Up Mid-Missouri will be Randy Tobler. Yay! Hey, thank you. That's that's really, it's it's very humbling to be here on this team. Well, you know officially that? welcome. Thank yeah. you very, very much. Thank You've you been very, such very a good Appreciate fit. It. You know, we've yeah. we've had a whole slew of folks helping us out yeah. over the last couple of months, and we've really enjoyed getting to chat with other folks. But it's been pretty obvious since the first time that you filled in here on Wake Up in Missouri, Randy, that you were just a great fit. Obviously, you've been doing a great show in the afternoons on the radio station for a couple years now, um, but just. Personality-wise, you're a great fit with the rest of the team. You have a good sense of humor. And we're really excited to start this new chapter of Wake Up in Missouri here on our first show of 2024. Well, you know, it means a lot when you have choices. I know you've been at, you know, been advertising the Zimber, you know, on the, on the website and on the Facebook. And, um, when I was first approached to do it, I thought, man, I, there's no way I can fit in with that team. I mean, there's no way because that, we had to woo you. It is a, you did. And, <laughs> and, and with all your feminine wiles and not in a romantic way, but all, I mean, my job is to be persuasive, but my, you were, my you day were, job. Yeah. But I don't know, but it was all of this. Oh, wouldn't you please come and join us? I'm like, like, no, I don't. I don't. There's no way I can add to this show because the show's always so is great as it sits. So uh, the only thing I'll add is ranty. Once in a while, you'll get a ranty Tober. You know, you're going to get that, <laughs> and you're going to have to talk me down. Well, and occasionally we'll hear people call yeah. you Doctor Tobler, yeah. and I think you you can be a you're you're a fun guy, but you can be a serious person. We heard Chris Arps, our friend, say Doctor Tobler, yeah. and he's known you for a long time. But you know, tell us about your your career in yeah. healthcare. Yeah, so, um, well, I, you know, I, back way, 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 way back when, I think probably like many of the people on the air right now, I would imagine that we were always a little older than our chronological age, right? As youngsters? Yep. Related to right? Yeah, I was the uh, I was the yep. kid that had to be forced to go play with other kids instead of talking to go. the adults. Yeah. John, you too? <laughs> yeah. Mm, sure. Yeah. Well, and, and so serious minded, and I wanted to be a zoologist. Then my grandma got cancer. 
Mm. And as I watched uh, her traverse that, I thought, wow, you know, I love biology. I used to have little micro zoos in my backyard, and I used to get caimans from the old Sears store, and we would have little... So I, I really am sort of a nerd that way. I've heard you refer to yourself as a nerd. I'm a for, super nerd. Yeah, right. And uh, Howsworth, though, he's the only non-nerd on the whole program here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and, and so then I just, you know, I went to, to, to Umsel. And uh, my wife and I were actually high school sweethearts. She came Aww. to Mizzou, could only stand it for a year being away. That's that's my side of the story. It's absolutely not true. Uh, but uh, and then and, and then I went to med school at WashU in St. Louis. And um, I've always been a talk radio fan. And so where the blend came together was in 1998. I was asked to do the SSM Health and Wellness Show at legendary KMOX in St. Louis, which mm-hmm. was really a lot of fun. And uh, then one thing led to another and got into, because healthcare and politics started merging very early on, before Obamacare ever came out. Uh, that's how I got into talk radio like that. And so the performance aspect came about through the musical aspect. Yeah, I yeah. heard you say earlier that on yeah, New yeah. Year's Eve you were usually with the band. What Are, are you like percussion? What, what's your instrument of I, choice? I'm a trombone player. My dad was Heck one. yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there you go, just mm-hmm. like Hannah. And uh, my dad was one of the leading trombone players in, in town, and so I, you know, followed in his footsteps, and we played at the Fox and the Muni, and there was a band that would, a top 40s band that would travel up and down the river in an old boat called the Admiral, which yes. was an old wow. yes. <laughs> five nights a week. I did that from the time I was, oh, I guess it was a senior in high school, all the way through the 90s, actually, after into early practice. Um, and something about the the thrill of, entertaining people and watching people get you know sometimes some fun and sometimes some joy and sometimes um just just enjoying what you do is is something i enjoy so i think that's part of what plays into the performance aspect of radio so that was mostly top 40 or did you do like jazz i mean what style well, we of did music? jazz and top 40 i was a dance band player i was a show player what was, we with bob cuban yeah with bob cuban band exactly bob cuban. I think- hey hey he's the cheater you know you've ever heard of that one it made For it sure. up to like number i don't know one in australia and seven or eight here in- i think <laughs> yeah. you've just promised the wake up family a trombone solo no we're not going to do that we're not going to do that <laughs> union scale like folks that. union scale but talk a little bit more about because but, i kind of I kind of it sounds like we kind of came to radio in the same way doing something else and then you had this opportunity and then you got bit by the radio bug so talk a little bit more about like what has kept you going so long in radio and you know why now you're making it even a bigger part of your life well you know as you as first of all it started with my passion for the medical system patient care and what the political system is doing to patient care. And I'll back up just here real quickly. I, I'm i really excited that you're joining the program because I do think healthcare is going to be yeah. the defining issue of our generation. And to have someone with your experience to be able to help us wade through those issues, I'm excited about. But back to your, yeah, yeah. Back to no, your answer. No, and, and, and I don't know. Like I said, I've always been sort of a serious-minded person. I remember my wife and I went to UMSL for the rest of our undergraduate careers. And then, you know, on to, um, you know, she went to work and then stayed home with the kids for a while. I went on to do med school and be on. But um, I remember reading the Christian Science Monitor uh, with her at UMSL, reading it and, you know, becoming interested in politics. That was a little bit of, they're a little bit on the left side of the border, but that's everyone, uh, you know, what they, what do they say? If you, if you don't have a, if you don't have a heart before you're 40, you know, if you're not, if you're not, if you don't have a heart by the time you're 40, something's wrong with you. And if you don't have a brain, if you're not conservative afterwards. Hmm. Um, so I, uh, I, I just feel as though it, 
it's it's essential that we address in a time when there is so much information coming at us, right? I mean, look at the things we cover because all of the resources that people have. It's it's important to me for our children's sake, for our country's sake, um, for my friends' sake, for my patients' sake, that we get the information out there accurately but with passion and with analysis. And um, I think looking at it with an eye of how do we preserve this great constitutional republic that we have. So um, I'm, I'm really passionate about that. You'll hear that from time to time. I mean, those who listen in the afternoon know that that's one of the problems once in a while. And Hannah will have to reel me back in. <laughs> reel me back in. Well, and you've always had pretty significant connections to Columbia. You, yeah. had, you I guess your wife went here for a year, but then you she said you're, you had three kiddos, and they all yeah, went right. to Mizzou? Yeah, right. Uh, so Sean got a, a German and international business major from here. He was the first guy in Stuttgart, Germany, which is an engineering capital, to actually get a business-oriented degree. He had to create the curriculum. Mm-hmm. Then he had to fight. He had to... But, Houseworth and Marsh, you won't believe this. He had to fight for credit here. He had to translate the curriculum back and had to say, look at this. This Look, I did the work, but it wasn't a pre-approved curriculum. So he got that done. He now works for one of the largest printing press companies in the world. They're located in Switzerland. They're headquartered in Switzerland. He works out of D.C., and he is frequently on the floor of the Bureau of Engraving and Printing, has to have a special clearance because they do the printing presses that do the, the, all of the currency for the United States and many wow. other places as well. Wow. That's great. Uh, so uh, that's fun. And by the way, there's going to be a Switzerland trip coming up um, mm-hmm. in, uh, in September. And folks, uh, are I think, you paying? Can I go? Uh, no, <laughs> Hannah's got that. Hannah's <laughs> okay. got that. Well, you know, if you guys would help me out with my student loans, maybe I could afford yeah, yeah, to. Yeah. But. Uh, so I'm looking forward to maybe the group can, can mix uh, with him. Uh, Shannon, so Sean is our oldest. Shannon is the first, uh, the girl and second child. And um, she got a communications degree from Mizzou. And she does great work. She was a virtual assistant for a while. We talked about that previously. And then Sammy is an online fitness coach and guru. Both of the girls and my wife help out with our practice because everyone brings those skill sets to our very personal direct access to care patient practice. So, um, yeah, it's, we've I got a reali- deep Mizzou connection. And I didn't realize that I have that. Well, boy and then two girls. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. have, so, we have a lot in common, but I don't think we're going to agree on everything, which is good. No. We, we probably won't agree on everything, but that's, that's what makes it interesting. And that is what really finally made my decision. I know management came to me, asked me, hey, would you like to do the morning show? I said, hey, um, you know, and, and I, I need to give all kudos to the great Brandon Rathard who anchored this show for so long. And um, boy, those are big, big shoes to fill. Okay. Big flip-flops. flip-flops. Big flip-flops to fill. <laughs> and uh, we still stay in touch a lot. We've become very, very good friends and um, trying to continue to learn by listening to old old shows of his. But um, I will say that uh, being around young people, right? I mean, Hannah's, you could be my daughter. You wouldn't be my daughter, but you'd be maybe a niece, right? <laughs> Houseworth and Marsh, you guys are, we're sort of in the same generation. Being around young people, and we joke a lot about the generational differences, but it's really important. It's energizing. It's fun because, I mean, I've, I've got a list of top of, of names that I heard over the holidays relating to my kids. Uh, Riz and Cap and Eight, and I, we're going to have to talk about all that. Exactly. And, and I think it's just exciting. So I'm really, really jazzed over this. Well, and Randy, you mentioned your afternoon show. Yes. Um, the new afternoon lineup for both radio stations are posted on their respective uh, websites, kwos.com, 939theeagle.com. Uh, so things are going to be slightly different in the coming days. 
in the afternoon lineup, mm-hmm. but I'm really excited about this new chapter for Wake Up too. in Missouri, and it's a very positive move for the radio station yeah. and for the show, so yeah, looking the, forward in, to it. The infrastructure and the framework and the show structure is not going to change. It's just a matter of maybe a little, I'm going to put a little different um, paintings on the wall, right? Just a little <laughs> little yeah, different I, interior design here and there. I, I agree, yeah, and then second everything that uh, Stephanie has said and Hannah as well. But I think, Randy, there's a, there's a very important point we must make is you understand to the importance of local news, particularly um, not just at the Capitol, huge, very important for our Jefferson City listeners, but, you know, it could be a serious court case yep. that we've, you and I have broken down. It could be the Golden Corral, the fiasco there on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it could be something like, like that, or it could be Red Lobster taking forever to open after a fire in Jefferson City. Bottom line, we have fun with it, but we have, we're very serious, too. And, you know, John Marsh, uh, the people of this region, whether it's in Columbia, whether it's in Boone County, whether it's Mexico, Fulton, Moberly, Booneville, you know, I, how many cities could I name? Jefferson City. What a rich tapestry of, you know, we've got some blue areas. We've got some very red areas. We've got people that are, I've never seen an audience or heard or engaged with an audience that is so engaged with their local community. And we joke about roll carts and we joke about various things. But I mean, that to me, I, you know, all politics should be localer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm really thrilled that, um, that I'm going to learn more and more as I sit in the chair, right? Because I relatively new to the community in terms of living here only for what a year and a half now. But, um, but boy, to be in the capital of Missouri, the home of Mizzou, a beautiful, rich area. Uh, so I hope everyone will continue to relate to us on uh, on the, the text and the call line. And um, tolerate me as I learn more and more and more. And tolerate me as I go on a rant now and then. It'll and, happen. And I can't help it, it from happening. And give him some grief like you do the rest Please of us. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. me have it. And I would, uh, the, uh, the, the, the blue you're talking about is primarily in the city of Columbia, Pretty much the entire, most of the rest of Boone County, I guarantee you the rest of the mid-Missouri area is pretty bright red right now. Okay, so here's here's the, we've already got it. I've already got it incoming. Marianne text. <laughs> Men from St. Louis are silly and wimpy. <laughs> I mean, is she wrong um, though? You don't claim St. Louis really, do you? You got to claim Midmo now? Yeah, I claim Midmo. Well, I mean, I, I, I would like to point out that... Uh, <laughs> Our she friend, meant Arps. Yeah, our friend Chris Arps is from St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> former host, Brandon Rather, also from St. Louis. So thank you, you, Marianne, for that you know, vote of, vote but of you confidence. Know, St. Louis is a formerly great American city. And because of blue Democrat leadership, like so many other formerly great American cities, it has gone into the trash heap in terms of law and order and just civil. Well, look at Kim Gardner, the whole Kim Gardner story, right? I mean, yeah. Well, beyond that text, we're getting a lot of other fun yeah. texts. Brett says, "I nice, guys, I like that choice. And Melissa says, congratulations, Randy. Welcome to the AM crew. Yeah. And uh, Chris is letting us know that, he says, just for the record, myself and Kevin from Sturgeon had it figured out. Randy <laughs> is the man for the job, and I can send screenshots for proof if needed. What do we win for guessing the news? <laughs> We've already been talking. We've yeah. got to get some merch. We're going to work on yeah. it. Randy and I, it's on our list. And- New year. 
a little something something a little fun we'll do something fun but i, I want everyone Stand to know listening skills. i live and thrive on engaging with the audience so whether it's by text or by call i love to bounce off of what you guys are thinking and saying and writing that's so important i know everyone here on the program does too that's what makes this such a great community on wake up mid-missouri this is wake up mid-missouri this is Mid-Missouri's official talk show. Wake up, Mid-Missouri. Official talk show? What does that even mean? Official? It's time for What's Hot with Hannah. Hannah, will you give me a waiver for being late? It's not quite 725, but on, I promise we're going to do better. On your first official day, I guess I'll let it slide. <laughs> All right. I get a waiver on the first day. Um, I'm going to give you a waiver because I also need a waiver this morning. Why? Um, I teased earlier that uh, something bad happened at the New Year's Eve ball drop in oh. New York City. What happened? Um, Well, I saw a TikTok <laughs> <laughs> that said the ball that they drop yeah. got hit by the fireworks show that they did before the ball drop i didn't and, see that well yeah and that they were saying the ball didn't end up dropping and about 50 percent of the comments on this tiktok now that i'm looking at it uh say that it's fake and that didn't actually happen and about 50 percent of the comments are saying that they watched it happen on tv Ooh. Um, but I wasn't able to find this on any big news outlets this morning, so I I, I think I got duped, Ooh. which is embarrassing. Some fake news? Yeah, some oh, fake news. That's going to get worse. See, I should have known just by seeing one TikTok that I should have fact-checked it, but here we are. Well, embarrassing. While, while Mizzou may have won the game on Friday, another controversy was lit or reignited. That's the Missouri versus Missouri debate. We'll revisit that coming up and oh bad news from the postal service on what it costs to drop a letter in the mail that coming up on wake up mid-missouri be right back thanks for making wake up mid-missouri your number one choice in the morning Welcome back to Mid-Missouri. Wake up, Mid-Missouri. Uh, and I, I'm a little bit confused because I thought we had settled one thing, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. And that is that uh, the Missouri-Missouri controversy was no more. Oh, man. And uh, You know, you would think that, uh, but some friends of Wake Up in Missouri, Mark Ellinger. Scott Vaughn. Yeah. Um, Steve Spellman. They say Missouri, and we have gotten actual hate mail. About it, well, here's... Uh, including a two-minute-long voicemail about how we are racist <laughs> to Native Americans. Oh, oh my! So. You're kidding yeah. me? Not kidding. Well, here's what the referee decided uh, after a uh, controversial call on uh, Friday evening. The ruling on the field is confirmed. Missouri football. What? The ruling on the field is confirmed. Missouri football. Missouri football. There you go. Oh. I was dialing around last night and ended up on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame oh, yeah. introduction. Cheryl Crow was there and gave a shout-out to her hometown of Kennett, Missouri. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Stephanie is a Missouri. I, so I say Missouri, but yeah, I, I appreciate too. a good Missouri. Yeah? Yeah. Hannah? I am going to get hate for saying this. I think Missouri is just an old people thing to say. Ooh. I, I've i never heard someone anywhere near my age say Missouri. John, do you resemble that remark? <laughs> yeah. I, I say Missouri, but boy, oh boy, we sure remember the... Kit Bonds yep. and the Roy Blunts and everybody else, uh, like uh, Stephanie's law partner, Missouri. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pro- proving my point, right? Like, uh, Well, we'll have to ask the governor maybe on Thursday. Oh, oh he's all in for Missouri. <laughs> he's I know a Missouri he is, guy for sure. <laughs> don't, don't tell him I said that, please. But I, think, I, I do think like you have to be authentically yourself. And so I think there have been some politicians in the past who say Missouri in some parts of the state and say Missouri in other parts of the state. Oh, that's phony. And that will get you in trouble. So I think people need to just commit to what side they're on. And as long as they do that, I I can, I can respect it. Let me stir the pot a little bit. So (laughs) I'm feeling that, not that I ever do that. Uh huh. Uh, (laughs) So you said, what did you say about that? About playing to the crowd? You said that's phony. Yeah, a little bit. Wait a minute though. John, doesn't a good speaker always know his or her audience and try to understand? After all, in the good book, St. Paul said, you know, even though we're now uh, under a new covenant, you know, when you go into a Jewish person's home, you should, you know, go ahead and abide by their, by their, uh, you know, by their traditions. So isn't there something to be said, Stephanie, about just the courtesy of trying to accommodate the, the, the audience you're speaking to. I have never thought about it like that before. And perhaps, <laughs> but I think most people are asked in a context of like, where are you from? Yeah. And in that way, you would give like your personal preference. And mm-hmm. I, I would like to hear like it be whatever you normally say, not just responding to who you're talking to. And I, it, I see it more of like wearing cowboy boots, right? There are all mm-hmm. those politicians ah. we know who've never worn a cowboy boot in their life. <laughs> And then they run for office and all of a sudden they have some boots. And, you yeah. know, I think they actually take them out and beat them up a little bit to make yeah. make them look like they've been worn. And, you know, I, I felt like a, a little bit guilty of this for a bit because, you know, now I live in a town that has a rodeo. Now I've never owned a yeah, we've, big, se- we've seen shots of you on the Internet at the rodeo rocking the boots. <laughs> yeah, not, with her jeans tucked into her boots. I don't purport to. I was never a member of the FFA. I'm not a farmer. I've no. never owned cattle. Um, I, I respect the agriculture industry. But I do feel like now that I live in a town with a rodeo that I can legitimately wear cowboy boots without like being too much of a poser. <laughs> now, know? Randy, I am going to push back on okay. your thing okay. just a little bit. I'm ready. You know, I think if you're just Joe Schmo going to someone's house yeah. and you're going to cater the way you speak a little bit uh, to fit how you know they believe, I think that's totally fine. I think with a politician who is typically trying to buy votes win votes from the folks that they're talking to Mm -hmm. it feels disingenuous brian houseworth (laughs) uh, when you're speaking to a crowd that may be more missouri ish is it inappropriate if you you know maybe at home or with your family was say missouri but you're with the crowd are you being kind to them or are you pandering are you panhandling for votes it depends on your perspective um and it depends on your <laughs> he perspective. sounds like a lawyer it and, depends yeah, it depends and it i'll depends. give i'll give i'll give a perfect example of this uh, and i hope he's listening but uh, he used to be a tv reporter here in town uh, actually in st louis camo v award-winning tv reporter did a great job his name's michael connell mike listens to us uh, quite a bit and mike 
Mike is now the spokesperson for the Department of Public Safety. But when he was still at KMOV and he did a lot of really good investigative reporting, this one was more on the light side, but I thought it was really well done. He actually went out and he had camera and basically they they would show politicians in both both parties. They would go to certain areas and some when they would be in the cities, they would say Missouri. But when they'd go out state, they would say Missouri. Uh-huh. That was going on. And, uh, I, you know, I it's to each his own. But I, I think for a lot of our audience, what they fail to understand is if you go to the boot heel, if you go to northwest Missouri, if you go to the northeast part of the state, particularly southeast, that's where I've heard it the most. Almost all of them down there call it Missouri. Yeah. Uh, you get down to the boot heel down there in the Portageville. Um, it's almost like being in Arkansas. I mean, you're literally on the Arkansas-Kentucky line. And I, I was down there on a, on a story a couple of times, and uh, no one, I don't remember anyone down there. I was in a diner, the Portageville Diner, and they were primarily elderly, um, mixed, yeah. probably, you know, I'd say, I'm looking at the demographics, probably 60, 40, there were white, but quite a few African Americans. My point is, age difference, they were all older, and they all called it Missouri down there. You get here, and primarily you, you say, uh, at least I've heard it, Missouri, and where I grew up in St. Louis, primarily Missouri, but not always. Kit, Kit Bond, John Marsh is absolutely right. Kit Bond insisted the proper name of this state is Missouri. In fact, his, <laughs> his ads, if you remember when he ran for governor and senator, it simply said this. Missouri's kit bond. That was it. And it worked. John, may I offer that if we're arguing <laughs> over Missouri versus Missouri, maybe things are just too good here in Missouri, Missouri. Right? There I mean, if that's, if that's what we're arguing about, maybe it's not as bad as everyone thinks. Well, wasn't it SLU that did the poll a couple months ago and they said that people they talked to, and it, it is, you know, St. Louis University, but I think their poll was like they interviewed like a thousand people and they said like 90% of them said Missouri. Yeah, and I really question that poll. Um, in all seriousness, I mean, I'd like to know who it's they slew. who they pulled. I mean, and probably young professionals <laughs> down in the Central West End would be my gut feeling. Did they go around the state? I mean, because in the city of St. Louis and in St. Louis County, you're going to probably have ninety percent. But you get out to out state. I've been out there a lot, and uh, and it's it's. It's definitely a lot of Missouri, Brad particularly says, the particularly the older people and the yeah. farmers on the tractors. Now uh, we've uh, we've had a lot of weigh in on this. I'm okay, telling you, good. I mean it's it's burning up the text line here at five seven three eight seven four ninety three ninety. Guns and abortion, I'm sure. Oh wow, <laughs> James says Missouri. Another reason we need to get away from public schools. <laughs> oh boy, and and concerning my. Uh, accommodating the audience and yeah. and appreciating to them uh, or of them. Uh, another uh, Brad says the big difference is you're dealing with politicians. You can essentially assume anything they're doing at this point of the game is panhandling for votes. I'll push back on that. Isn't that what a representative government is about? After all, you should just be representing and appropriating whatever the people that elect you and vote for you say. No. Okay, I'm getting Not a lot of I'm getting a lot of eyes rolled up in the air uh, 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 emojis here. No, I wouldn't. I I I think ultimately it's going to be up to the voters. But I mean, I, you know, I'm not aware of any election right now, any time that's been decided by this issue. It's it's really, uh, and I believe the Farm Bureau, uh, Estelle Fretwell could correct me if I'm wrong, longtime spokesman of Farm Bureau, I believe that they have p- taken this very poll at the state fairgrounds in Sedalia over the years, and it's been overwhelmingly Missouri. 
It's well, been over- look well, where you're at. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you know, if we're going to cite this poll over in St. St. Louis University, which is fine, that it, it, there's definitely probably some more some more out, out, out state. So I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think here in Columbia and Jefferson City, probably the inclination of our listeners is going to be Missouri. But you get into the uh, the outstate counties, and I, I feel I remember like Mitt Romney got right in the middle of the debate he when he was running for president when he came through Missouri. I think he even had to weigh in with Jim Talent to try to figure it out. Yeah, and they pressed him on it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they want to know how he pronounced it. You know pronounced. how that worked out for Mitt. <laughs> Gene says the state name ends in I, so it's Missouri. But sometimes for me, it's Missouri. And that's not being disingenuous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's the final word. When we come back, <laughs> and that would be all except for this, featuring our very own John Marsh on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. So glad you're here. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Tell your friends, you listen to Wake Up in Missouri. And that would be all, except for this. From beers to weirder restaurants, we take you to the Big Apple, to the Black Ant, a real-life fear factor in the East Village Mexican joint. Oh, no. I know where this is going. You know exactly where this is going. Uh. Yep, insects. Hence the name, the Black Ant, which serves an appetizer of Black Ant, guacamole, and for dinner, grasshopper, chapalinas, encrusted shrimp. How about the Kamaje Bistro in the Big Apple? This is a place they do twice a month where you eat in the dark, you're blindfolded, the server's blindfolded, and your smell and taste are heightened. And once you finished your meal, they tell you what you ate. No, no. I have way too many trust issues. Too many? How yeah. about this one, then? Seagayek, the Korean restaurant, best known for its live octopus. Oh. Not cooked. Oh. Oh, squirming, oh. just caught. Oh. Nervous system continues to function while it's being served. Wow. But on the upside, if you can't stomach a whole octopus, there are sushi-like bites of octopus that are... <laughs> Also, still wriggling as you try to get them down. Oh. <laughs> now lo- you know the rest of that oh. story. John. Hey, let's go back to the, where's the blindfolded one? Oh, Randy. Blindfolded. New York. And you eat what? Whatever they put in front of you, I guess. <laughs> Does Eric Crichton's run that restaurant? Oh, Could no. be. Could be. <laughs> 50, shades, 50 Shades of Crustacean. Oh. There you go. <laughs> so. Oh, that is nasty. Uh. That was What was that TV show that first started? It Was it like Fear Factor? Fear Factor, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was where they first started eating the really disgusting things. They still do it every once in a while on Survivor. Guts and eyeballs and, and all that. And that's where I knew, like, yeah. I will never, I could never manage that. No, I remember about- being in Tijuana back in the day. The, the chapalinos, uh-huh. which were the little, way too spicy. You could try about one of them, red pepper encrusted mm. grasshoppers. Mm, now, yummy. our friend Kyle Simpson was on uh, talking about cocktails from two, uh, 232 there in downtown, and he was talking about, I called it bug salt. It's technically worm salt, but he, they have it right there, and I tried some, and so I did eat crushed up worms i guess yeah. um, but it's Mezcal. like yeah and it was it's really good and kind of spicy and gusanos yes exactly 
I really like octopus. I mean, prepared oh, I the usual too. way. Yeah, isn't it great? It's I, hard to make it right, though. I would, but so many people only eat it fried, and it is so much better when it's grilled, when it's yeah, not just, just covered and grilled. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's oh, good it's while you have to chase it all around the table. For <laughs> but, you know, they, there's something they do with it to keep it from getting real rubbery. Because, like squid, it can be rubbery if you don't do something with it. I don't know what that's something I think you is. just cook it real fast. If it is on the menu, I will order yeah. it. it. I'm going to stick to my chicken tenders. There oh, come on, fries. Hannah. <laughs> the next time we're at an octopus serving restaurant, Hannah, if I buy it, will you just try it? I think you'll love it. It really just as long as it wasn't still wriggling around oh, on the no, plate, no. I would try it. Yeah, it's it, you really do. Good. You can kind of see like the little sucker things oh, it's on great. the bottom. Oh, you're not and selling that part, it. That part is a little bit hard for me, but it's delicious. I remember chasing octopus around when we're diving. If you do a night dive, you can see octopus. <laughs> it's really fun. They're not that. They're they're really interesting and they're very. Um, you know, they're very discreet, octopus are. They like to hide in Supposed the rocks. Must be really smart, too. Very, very smart. Are they fast? Very, yeah, yeah. When they when they want to get out of the way, man, they, I don't know, they've got jet engines. they got jets that they, and they're under a rock, yeah. So you have to, it's very, you have to be very careful, very gentle when you're underwater and you're octopus hunting. Very, very. I never plan to do that. You don't want to dive? Uh-uh. I would think you would, you're an adventurous person, aren't you? No, not, no. No? Something about being under the water, I just, nope, oh, that's on my no no list. The, the ocean freaks me out just a little bit. Um, I don't like not being able to see where my feet are. Like if you're just at the beach, you know, not deep sea swimming. Yeah. Um, but at the beach, I don't like not knowing what I'm getting ready to step on. Um, and then if I also think about how deep the ocean is and how we really only know a very small percentage of what's out there, I get like real tingly and EBGB about it. And it's unpredictable. I'm headed to California here shortly, and apparently this weekend, like the entire yes. coast was supposed to be evacuated. Yeah. And I'm thinking... Sharks it, are the least of it. Right? I'm, I'm going to be able to sit on my hotel balcony and get a fresh octopus, apparently, because the waves are just coming over the side. Uh, Stephanie, you have great timing with your travel. It's, it's not, really yeah, special. it's not She great. killed the queen. She's yeah. like, she, you're like the Linus of travel, right? Wherever you go, you've got this little cloud over you, right? It's not great. It's not great. I we'll wondered. See. I if, sort of was waking, awakening in a fog, you know, as you're waking up, and I heard a news report about the potential tsunami and the earthquake in Japan, 7.5, and then I heard about the waves over here at the same time, and I wasn't putting it all together that those were separate stories. Yeah. And I thought, oh, no. Wow. Terrible. What's going on? That is one heck of a tsunami. Well, and I think California even had a small earthquake, which I've never, have you ever been in an earthquake? I've never uh, experienced an earthquake. I remember one uh, in St. Louis, just a mild one, probably, oh gosh, 25, 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember that you one. You remember too. that, John? Yep. And it was sort of weird. I mean, nothing fell off the shelves nothing but it was it was eerie i can't imagine what it's like to be in a significant earthquake i can't either it's one of the like the greatest fears of my life i mean you know they told us to be like afraid of catching on fire you know all these other things but i mean they're in missouri it could happen and yeah i saw one and people were in a courtroom and the lights were swinging and everybody takes you know runs under the table and it's just you have no control that's right i'm i was gonna start trolling today i'm gonna spend some time just you know when the in between time when you have nothing i'm gonna troll and see how many on the left are gonna try to pin the earthquake on climate change oh 100 it's gonna happen right 
Oh, yeah. I mean, whenever there's any natural disaster anymore, it's like, see, there you go. You carbon-producing, knuckle-dragging conservatives, there you are. Keep burning your fossil fuels. I mean, I, they say we're supposed to be taken over by China with TikTok, but TikTok is all about these weird sea videos and the rogue waves and the whatever. I mean, I feel like the TikTok isn't, it's not China, it's like the leftists trying to convince us of climate yeah. change. The, I'm not sure that the uh, tectonic plates and the Earth's crust... I uh, care about what temperature it is. I don't think so. Maybe Anthony Lupo can put us some, some, something together there. But the way I put together these natural disasters is just all part of God's great creation, right? I mean, it's just the majesty and the magnitude of it all is just so awestruck. It's just unbelievable. Which also means the Earth can tolerate some carbon dioxide from cattle who... The way I describe it is just bleep happens. (laughs) That's right. It's a broken world. It's a broken world. When we come back, Brad Jones, NFIB.